<laughs> That's like a weird double. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. pop. This is Ricky Ariza. And Ernesto Ortiz. And behind the glass is... Carlos, say your name. Oh, sorry. It's uh, Carlos Ramirez. Carlos, the producer. (laughs) Keep it us on point. Carlitos. Straight Carlitos. That's what we're going to call you. Straight Carlitos. Straight Carlitos. Straight no chaser. That's how I shoot. Straight what? straight, Straight no chaser. Straight no chaser? Isn't that like how you say when you want to drink, like, give me it straight with no chaser? Oh, straight just... no chaser. I, I don't know why I was I don't know. a different kind of chaser. Right. I was like, dang. <laughs> you know why? Yeah, let me tell you, Ricky. What? Carlitos like some, like, uh, banji girls. <laughs> what do you mean, banji girls? Banji girls. Explain, explain for our folks who don't know what banji girls Banji girls, mean. like that girl. Banji. That girl who, uh, like, she's, like, uh, picking up her little brother from school, like, Hey, girl. Hey. Okay. Okay. That girl, right. Right. With the big earrings. I like and kicking. Right? I like kicking it with uh, that girl. Like that girl. I love kicking I it with that girl. <laughs> okay. Banjo better. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. He likes. Why? 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 What do you say? I've never because seen it. Because where was it? Where it was, was it? A while ago. It was at, right by the Herberger Theater. Okay. Some girl walked by. I think were, I remember you telling me Were you me in this. a production or you just no, came to see this us? This was after. No, this is after. We were at. Uh, this was this was after, after. This was after. A play. Ultima. Ultima Man of the Yano. Yeah, because yeah. it was clo- after closing. After closing. And you all went out, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was. It was after strike. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready I'm to go. I'm going to go. Well, <laughs> yeah. No. And we're walking by. Because it was like a Dia de los Muertos festival or some sort of festival. Yeah, it was. And Jacob was there too, right? Yeah, all y'all went out. All y'all went out. Yeah, um, and a girl walks by, a banjo girl. She was banjo, Ricky, like banjo. Walks by, and she was a thick, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. But I did not expect that that Carlitos (laughs) would fall apart, and all of a sudden his tongue was sticking out, (laughs) and I'm like, oh my god! Hey, he's like, (laughs) I would love to see. I didn't look like a Tex Avery cartoon. (laughs) Sort of. Yes, you sort of did. I now you put it into words. Yes, you did. (laughs) Yeah, because like his eyes got all big. Like you know what he turned into? Like the mask. Oh God! Uh Those yeah, those those Looney Tune like Uh cartoons. The the wolf that yeah is drooling over the the cabaret singer. Like I was just shouting, "Hey, baby, you need me to make your car payments? What's up?" Did you really say that? No, oh, I was gonna no, say. No, I was like, "Oh, no. kicked his ass." Hey, That's how bad she was. But I got, uh, my, I got my own car and good credit, baby. Where you going? <laughs> She's like, I don't want no scrub. Uh-uh, I don't <laughs> want no scrub. That's it. Ooh, she totally looked like that. It was Ooh. so funny and yeah. it so so surprised me. I was like. He likes banjee girls. <laughs> Carlos banjee girls Ramirez. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Banjee girl chaser. <laughs> They're on the spectrum. <laughs> Boom. Work Whoa. it. Oh, get wow. It. You like get all it. kinds of girls. Get it. Get it. Get so, it. So, baby, if your brother's in jail. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's a lot of people, girl. And you don't know who your daddy is. That's still a lot that's of people. That's a lot of people, too. <laughs> Damn, really? <laughs> you have a mother and father? <laughs> Ew, well, that's I'm not playing with you. <laughs> Weird. 
You came from a structured household? What? Sorry. Both your parents? They actually talk? What is that like? I heard that's a myth. <laughs> it's like that a liger. It's like, like a liger, <laughs> a unicorn. You're like Shit. the unicorn. Yeah. You're a platypus. It's a credit- <laughs> platypus are real. Oh, they're real. <laughs> it's a credit to La Familia Ligers Ramirez are real that too. we stick together. So. They just stick together. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's amazing. See, everyone, Latinx families can stick together. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how have you been, Ernie, this uh, week? That week, you're great. Uh, I feel like time just flies by right yeah it just passes by we were just here <laughs> dog you can't break the illusion this is theater <laughs> well, he said we were just here it feels like we oh, were just oh, here oh. Well, you, you, you gotta use your theater voice <laughs> i didn't hear oh, you see? <laughs> i didn't hear it say when you're backstage i can hear you on the front <laughs> You could hear everybody at that show. <laughs> what show? All That's of them. Ri- I, Ricky posted that one time. What's up? Why can't I hear you on stage, but I can hear you yeah, backstage? It's true. It's true. When you're backstage, you're Yeah, loud. same stuff's going on with me. Um, comedy, 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 comedy. Uh, a few storytelling shows. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. How about cool. you? Same. Uh... Working on projects, trying to get stuff going for Teatro Bravo per usual. I feel like it's the same. Per usual. The same thing. Just trying to make some damn decisions. That's my biggest, that's my, that's my thing. I'm, I'm trying to learn. Marvin, Marvin Gonzalez, when we went out to uh, Austin to go to that Latinx uh, Theater Commons conference, he read, he read my, he read my uh, horoscope. Or he, he did? He read my, my, yeah, I guess you would say my horoscope, my astrology stuff. He made me download some app. Uh-huh. I can't remember which app it was, and he like read my. It's all Marvin's. Read my sign. Marvin's. It's called CoStar. Oh, I don't know, but he he had he had me download it because he he's dating someone this this female who's do who does it as well, and he I guess he learned it from her and was reading my shit. And I, I learned it by watching I, you. I found out that I was just real real fucking Aries, and one of my problems is being decisive. Oh, um, which is duh. Yeah, but and I think that's part of what's going on with like teatro. Like I have so many ideas. But I gotta make a damn decision and do it because I got people on one, right? Because I got people who are like, "Hey, we're ready to jump in. Hey, you know, I got a little bit of funding. Hey, we can make this happen." But I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, you so, have yeah. To pick one. That's not my all. Problem. That's my problem. So I'm working through that. But yeah, that's really it. Um, that's a hard thing, though. Yeah, but yeah. taking some, you know, grounding myself a little more in the business aspect of Teatro Bravo because mm-hmm. you know I'll be, you know, straight up like I really much I really entered it as an artist doing it and not so much for the business side. But now I'm really like grounding myself in like creating a business model and, mm-hmm. and, and really like trying to do it right and getting some guidance on that. Because, um, yeah, my mind was always just like, let's just do the plays. And sometimes that works for people. Great. It does not work for me. So uh, it hasn't been working. So I'm really going to try to look at it as, as, you know, more from a business mind as well as an artistic mind. So, yeah, I'm doing things that are not in my comfort zone, like business models oh, and, and stuff like good, that. Because it just yeah. means... A year from now, I won't be so uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, no, but it's going good. I'm working with some really cool folks who are, are looking at it from a POC lens, mm-hmm. uh, grassroots kind of lens. Um, and it's really... What it's is really, POC for those of us who don't know? People of color. Ooh. So, yeah. So, it's a real, like, Fancy. you know, equitable <laughs> frame of yeah. how to, like, approach business tactics. Because a lot of, like, business structures, as we know, are, are meant to not necessarily help folks of color sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm really trying to... Very trying to be minded of it yeah. you know especially the kind of stuff we want to do cool that's but fabulous. that's me that's me yeah hey, you know what i want to do hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm pitching stuff. You know do what it. I want to do? Do it. I love storytelling. And yeah. uh, we just went to uh, Gene and I, my friend Gene, who's uh, another comic. Uh, oh, he was on the show. Yeah, we know Gene. Yeah, Gene. Gene Moore. Everyone um, knows Gene. We went to a LGBT kind of, um, what is it? Uh NC-17 show. You could say anything that you wouldn't normally say on stage, which it ended up not being so bad. But um, yeah. But, but they were the, really trying to pitch it as like, yeah, offend like, people. Yeah, but no one did. Um, I always, I've always i seen a couple shows like that where I'm like, you didn't have, that's, like you're expecting some really cool yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah but, but it, it wasn't. But it was, um, uh, all of the stories were very vulnerable and very funny. Hmm. Um, um, and these were all people who were LGBT or identified as something right um, right and uh um i said hmm we need a queer latin x storytelling show yeah in the latin x community oh yeah uh, totally i yeah that's one thing i don't want to do is have a downtown or in scottsdale no it doesn't work anymore and yeah. that's that's a lot of the adjustments yeah. too that yeah yeah i went to like have it in the, on the south side or in maryville or in mesa or somewhere right but, yeah where there's where it's accessible to people yeah no that's totally on the docket too is like because yeah everything we do is based in story and yeah and right now we're at a point where we need to go back to storytelling to understand people's experiences and to relate better to develop empathy right like yeah and you know i think it's a good entrance point for for people who yeah. who want to do some type of performance for, mm-hmm. for example maybe they they've wanted to do stand-up but stand-up can be very intimidating to yeah. people because it, it's very it can be rough um but uh and storytelling is no easier but no. It, i feel like it's uh something that they can grasp a little easier and mm-hmm. uh, and then find out that they are funny and they can do stand-up sure um, um but I, you know and i'm even really looking at like how i'm gonna frame because I'm, I'm the big central thing is like education like mm-hmm. trying to educate uh creating classes offering classes and one of the focuses is like how do you know and i and i think it's obvious because I've, I've always talked about it before in like circles but now it's like really like trying to frame we don't have to frame these theater classes as like theater classes to learn how to be an actor. It's like yeah. a lot of times it's like, hey, when you want to give a speech or you want to go talk to your boss or you want to, you know, yeah. relating it to really like grounded ways to engage with another person, mm-hmm. how theater tactics and games can help with that. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. You I, don't have to have the dream to be an actor mm-hmm. to take theater classes. And you see that when like people like um, teach improv classes, right? Like take an improv. Improv is a big, great yeah. example of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are shy or whatever, yeah, yeah improv will help you, and it definitely will. Yeah, because I mean, because I, I, I and I try to ask random folks who aren't theater related like what they're looking for, just to kind of get an idea. And I was actually getting my hair cut today, and 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 my friend Sonia who's doing my hair. She was telling me, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I've taken a theater class before. And I was like, well, what prompted that? She's like, honestly, I just wanted to get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But she goes, the problem was, she goes, I ended up not, I ended up leaving the class because it was totally not geared towards someone like me. It was geared towards people who are already in the game. It was basically an auditions technique class. Yeah. So it was people who are already like, I need the tools to go get the job. Where she's like, I just kind of want to play and like not be uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good thing to that's a good word. She just wants to play. Because I see that with like dance classes, too. It's the extreme. Yeah. Like, they are working on technique and performance. Da, 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 and a person was taking a dance class because they thought it would be cool to learn salsa. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a hobby that's thing. Not what or, yeah. yeah. And, that's, really and I don't think a lot of those aren't offered because now it's like, you know, ride or die kind of classes, right? Where mm-hmm. There are very many. There are people that in the middle ground, they're like, you know what? My time away is to go tell a joke in this improv class, yeah. right? Like get away from my kids for a bit. Yeah. Go cuss for a bit. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm oh, trying to think I'm trying to think about like what how to frame that. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Carlitos, are you doing anything? Oh, uh, here's hey, I mean, you. you're in the room. I know, I know. But I'm behind the glass. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, but you know, we don't have any money for the glass, so you're like, you're just, you're just sitting in a box. Pantomime. You're, Span- you're pantomiming you that box. Constantly, <laughs> that glass. constantly breaking the illusion. <laughs> constantly. Uh, no, actually, I'm working on my, uh, singing voice because I'm planning on auditioning for Mesa Encore Theater's production of In Heights. Oh, are you really? Oh, are you taking lessons? Uh, no, no. Um, are but, you like doing shower, shower techniques? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you been in a musical before? Uh, like a long time ago. I was in like high school musicals and whatnot. Sure. So, I mean, but you, you know, the basic movements, you know, right. run towards the stage and then stop. Yes. Um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, like just. Hands. You can so arms. painted that picture for me right, right now. <laughs> yeah. but no, but uh, and uh, the reason that I am doing it, however, is because um, you know this is a production of In the Heights. It's taking place in Mesa. Yeah, not to shade anybody, but I think we're all a little concerned. Sure. So yeah, sure. They said, they said the casting call is open for you know uh, it's open to all types, although they're trying to stay true to the spirit of the play. Yeah, uh, and I think it. I mean, honestly, I think it's a sort of falls upon all of us as Latino actors to kind of come mm-hmm. out and make the showing mm-hmm. so that they can see that talent does exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they can't just cast who they want. Well, yeah, in sure. Particular you roles. know, if, if so, there's no one to cast, exactly, right. they so, need to put on this play. So they're yeah, going right. to cast who they can cast. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, the, they don't need to put on the play. Well, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's another thing. Well, yeah. this is true. But, but they're going to put on the play. They're going to put it on. And if we don't show up, yeah. well... Well, I think the job, I think in, in, in situations like this, and the only reason why I'm speaking to this is because I, I directed in the Heights in a very, in a very white area of town as well. Like one thing that I had to do as a director was scout before. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of the mm-hmm. footwork yeah. in the front. Oh, they're not going to do that. I mean, no, I, I've talked no. to the director, you know, I've, That's uh, why I'm taking I've, I've talked to the director, you know, and I have encouraged things, you know, I've got, you know, some folks have reached out to ask, ask for like, suggestions um but i mean really it's it's this a show like this i think it's in like like you said the expectation of the community to come out and do it it's got to be the work on both sides like i think the artistic staff really needs to like get it look into your in your rolodex and like who the fuck can you call to come out you know who's a possibility and it would only benefit them because you see those productions they just look silly I, I have, like I, if you see a production and it's uh, supposed to be a Latino cast, and it's not, yeah, <laughs> it's then not, then then they, then they just get shit and they look stupid, and especially now. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on, I have seen a, a clip on YouTube of an all white version of Dreamgirls. Oh yeah, so, no, yeah, no, and people will do it. It's painful. Yeah, yeah. people so, will do it. it so people I'm going to do, do my part, <laughs> right? <laughs> totally, all male version of Dreamgirls. <laughs> but I mean, you know, was, they you're going to love me. <laughs> I mean, right now they haven't Latino staff. Like they have, I know the choreographer is the guy who did it, did the choreography for the PT mm. version. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not sure who. You know, it's Marcos Voss, who's the director. I can't remember who the third staff member was. Who the music director was? I'm sorry, sorry, music director, but I know he, pretty sure he's Latino as well. Yeah. So okay, I mean that's that's positive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but that's great. That you're going out to do that. It's Yay! exciting. Yeah, I expect if I had confidence else to come out. If I had well. confidence in my acting and singing, I would go, but I don't. Oh, fuck, fuck that! I mean, like, I'm, I'm, com- I'm not confident. Can we have But I'm just gonna throw oh, myself. Oh, girl, and that and that music is hard. Oh. Oh, that thanks. music is hard. I'm just being real too. As long as you show up. As long as you show up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> that show is yeah, hard. But anyways, that's great. I think that's Yay. great that you're going out. You gotta let us know how it goes. Oh hey, yeah, I will. It'll did you guys great. see? Oh, when is that audition? Uh, it's next week. Well, I mean, I don't know when this is gonna. March. 
the end of the first week of March. Oh, does that, yeah. Okay. This might not but yeah, we'll see. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you will no, have yeah. already been cast. Yeah, you will be. When this comes out. You're going to be in the role of abuela. In the role <laughs> of abuela. <laughs> because they're doing this gender blind as well. So. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, did you guys see that? Uh, uh, that oh, I sent it to you guys. That that community theater production of... Is this um, the Princess Die the thing? Princess Di- I, I, okay. I saw this on the feed that you sent. I didn't watch it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. But the fact that she's like, we need to do this. I'm like, how does this fit into the mission of Teatro Brown? It doesn't. But it was amazing. <laughs> so it's a rich, like, it's I, it was a terrible thing. Like, was it like the community wrote it or no, what? So, so, and then so, when I was reading the feed, right, someone wrote in, at the theater company I was with, the person who wrote this workshopped it at the co- kids wow. theater company, and so it was workshopped. And it was a musical. The musical. It wow. was painful. And you know, I don't want to make fun of these people because I'm sure they work really hard. It's a community theater. These are not professional actors, and no, and, and so it's a passion. It's a passion. So thing, they right? were, were they were doing their greatest, but the whole musical was just rough. And right. and it's uh, apparently a lot of. Um, a lot of companies around the country are doing this musical. Really? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's several. And in the Twitter feed, people are posting, it happened here, it happened here, it happened here. I was like, it's oh, called what? Is it, I, I'll, Princess I'll, Die the Musical? Princess, oh, Princess Die. I think yeah. the, the Princess Died, a musical. The I was Princess like, Died, a like, musical. I was like, that's... Spoiler alert. Really yeah. really but it, one of the parts is... uh, No, there, there's a, like a funny part, like uh, the... Uh, the people come out into the scene and they're like reading the paper, but one guy forgot his paper. So, you know, that whole thing. So he's like pantomiming that he has a paper. Oh, I <laughs> love it. Love it. I'm always community theater. Love it. <laughs> he's committed. He's committed. He, he committed. He That's committed. What they tell you to do, right? Good. <laughs> yeah. He Good came out. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, there, there's the singer who's, who's the, the lead. She's belting out some song, right? And, her hands are so awkward, like she keeps rubbing the side of her leg, and like, like nervous, her shirt. I'm like, ah. nervous. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's sweet. But they uh, give her two mugs. Yeah, they just hold two mugs. Yeah, two hold two mugs. <laughs> <laughs> but the next clip they 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 show is like the the lights blinking, right? The lights blinking on stage, and then you hear car crashes. I'm like, oh, oh man. Rough. So Teatro's going to be doing that next season. <laughs> Tickets on sale now. <laughs> Princess Die the Musical. <laughs> so show up. Audition. Tragic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. For you, the listeners of Oikwikwik Podcasts, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This is a really great service, guys. I actually just downloaded Bless Me Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. Mm, I love that book. I do, too. I have, I have, I easily have three or four hard copies around this apartment somewhere. Uh, I have six. <laughs> at your place, you just, yeah, just you know, oh, yeah, you know what? I just saw, I just saw one at a thrift store. Um, <laughs> and I almost got you it. I was like, oh. it. <laughs> yeah, there's, we got so many. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I have a lot of copies because I was doing a lot of research for it because that was actually the first show I directed at Teatro Bravo and you were actually in it. Then that was my very first play. <laughs> so if you want to know how the play began, check out the novelization of Bless Me Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash uikukui. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash uikukui for your free audiobook. 
I'm gonna. I gotta circle back because we had our teaser because we were just we had to freaking talk about it. Oh yeah, a yeah, five yeah, minute yeah. clip. But you know what? Circle back to celebrity tragedies is this whole Jesse Smollett thing. Like I don't even know what to Jesse. call it. Like oh, I said it right. I've been having a hard time saying his name. Jesse. Would you say it's Jussie. like the boy who cried wolf? Totally. It is like the so yeah. So. So yeah, so so okay, let's back up. So for people who don't know, and people don't know, because I I myself, a gay man, had to be be brought up to speed because I was like, what happened? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Why did he do that? So go, Ricky or Carlos. No, I, uh, so okay, so this whole Jesse thing, and who is this guy? So Jesse Smollett is, uh, I mean, everyone knows now, but just for the you know few who who aren't sure, uh, <laughs> who, are, who are like you know who get pre- their news from Ukukui, you know, or who are or folks who are not <laughs> stuck to social media and like maybe you know I don't know news. off the grid the news are uh, anything, but okay, so Jesse Smollett, a star from the show Empire, um, faked an attack, faked a racist attack, and it went on like I think it happened at the end of January. Uh, started with like some uh, racist mail that came to the Empire set, um, which which a week after this attack happened that he claims he was he was attacked by two white men in, in masks that were screaming hateful taunts about uh, this being MAGA America. Oh, and no. um, they tied a noose over, around his neck and poured bleach on him. And so it's this whole terrible story. And, and the, the rest of the country is just in shock and we're upset about it and speaking out against it and, yeah. and, and supporting him. And then it comes out. I mean, when this is recorded a few days ago, it came out that he, it's a hoax. Like it was oh. a complete hoax the entire time. And that's annoying. He's on a hundred thousand dollar bid. Uh, I think the bail set at a hundred thousand yeah, dollars and he had to, bond. or the bond. And then he had to, um, what does that mean? When is a hundred thousand dollars? He has to pay a hundred thousand dollars or does he have to pay like 10% of the bond? Okay. When you get arrested, I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know this. You're from Maryvale. <laughs> When you get arrested, mm-hmm. you have to pay bail, and if you cannot pay the bail, you will buy a bond mm-hmm. and from a bondsman who will cover the bail for you. Mm-hmm. And the promise of getting his money back is if you show up to court. So if you don't show up to court, but you have the to pay, bail but bondsman yeah. will come and get you. Oh, I know that. Yeah. But I, uh, but you have to pay a percentage of it. You don't pay the full $100,000. Correct. Yeah. So you have to put up some money. So that's what my question was. Did he oh, pay, what, what did he put up? Did uh, he pay $1,000? I'm not sure. I don't know. That was important to me, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's on a hundred thousand dollar bond. If anybody should know bond rates, again, <laughs> me, Maryvale. <laughs> none of my friends. Well, none of my friends have the money to pay that. That's how brown people are in jail because they don't have that money. They don't have that much of the payday loan. They're already out. Yeah. <laughs> so he, yeah. So he he had to surrender his passport as well. Uh, at this time right now so by the time the show airs we'll see what kind of progressions have happened but it was just an immediate call that we really wanted to dig deep into this and 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 i think uh the thing that was running through my mind because i was you know thinking about obviously it's 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 right in our face right now with pop culture but then trying to think of you know folklore and myth and what we talk about here on and it just made me think of one thing that always was brought up as a kid which isn't you know a Latinx folklore, but it was a, a the the story of um, the boy who cried wolf, and this idea of so those who do not know the story of the boy who cried wolf, I, who didn't catch the super speed through version that I did in the in the teaser. Um, yeah, because we have people from all over the world. Uh, you know, we have someone from Turkey. 
Yes. So, cool. you know. So the Maybe boy, they don't do Boy Who Cried Wolf and Turkey. So, the, so, so the Boy Who Cried Wolf is essentially, you know, a story about a, a boy who's told, a shepherd boy who's told to go, you know, watch the sheep. Um, and he goes out and he goes to watch the sheep in the field away from the town. And he's out there and he's bored. So he's, he's a kid and he's going to cause mischief. So he starts to scream, wolf, wolf. Um, and freaks the townspeople out and everyone comes ready to save him. And he, and as they show up, he's laughing his ass off, you know, because they fell for the joke and everyone gets really mad and they warn him, do not do this. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He apologizes. I'm sorry. Everyone goes back to what they're doing. Uh, then the day continues and he decides to mess with them again, cries wolf, wolf. And, um, the townspeople come back out once again. He starts to laugh at them and mock them and they warn him, you know, yeah, they warn him and he just lets it go. Everyone goes back to their to their life. And then later on as the day moves forward, a wolf does come. And a wolf is about to is attacking the sheep and he freaks out, yells wolf wolf and nobody comes. Oh no. And then the wolf ends up savagely killing him. And then the town never heard from him. And the and, and and the the town never heard from him again. That's what So happened. you know, just whole like you know, and I just remember like every time like I would lie as a kid or be, you know, a little jerk, my nana would just like say, Remember Boy Who Cried Wolf? Mm-hmm. Boy Who Cried Wolf. It's an Aesop's fable, yeah. by the way. So I don't know, that just was rolling in my mind and it's just I mean, there's so many complicated conversations happening now because I mean there are people I mean <sighs> I feel like I'm dominating this right now, but like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of confusion. I think mm-hmm. I'm really confused. Um, I don't, the stories don't make sense to me. Um, like, 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 what do you mean? Well, his reasoning. So like they're saying now that his reasonings for doing this um, was that he needed, he wanted more pay. He wasn't mm-hmm. getting enough pay at empire. Mm-hmm. So he thought that doing this was going to raise his pay. I don't see the connection, right? To me, that doesn't logically make sense. So he was making about $125,000 per episode. I, Shut I don't the- know. I don't know if that matters because yeah. it's all relative. It's all right. relative. Right. I mean, people's Jesus. salaries. But uh, what did he want it to be? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Or is that a real reason? I just don't understand as a, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not a producer. I don't work in Hollywood. I don't do this stuff. But I don't understand the logic of, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, stage this hate crime and this is going to make people pay me more for my job. I just I just wasn't making that connection. I don't know if they he thought it, they would feel bad for him. I guess I figured like the diva position would be I'm leaving the show. I'm leaving. I'm not doing this. Or I'm refused to come on Maybe stage. Maybe he or... did it because that's the only way he could do it. If he would have left, he would have been sued. I mean, he, I don't know, I don't, in, we don't know the details legal of trouble contract, now, right? but, uh, yeah, yeah. My, my suspicion is that, um, the reason that he did it was to get like a large, to get the fan base on his side, yeah. to get Maybe. a greater fan base. And so that when he said like, you know, uh, this has been very traumatizing. A lot of people are on my side. Uh, I'm thinking about leaving the show. Can we talk mm-hmm. about renegotiating? And of course, having, having sympathy on his side, mm-hmm. having a large fan base, uh, have the, uh, moral momentum towards him that he could leverage that into uh improving his salary although he was never gonna get as much as taraji <laughs> and i i you know what i'm giggling because i just feel like this was the sloppiest thing ever if he was so... gonna do it like there was so many loose ends and the little that we know now yeah. like like uh what were you mentioning carlos that they they went and looked inside his house and there was a, like a ransom note yeah and they found the magazine where all the, le- the well, letters are cut out of and well i think i think jesse had i think he had a, i think he had a uh, a reasonable plan but 
considering all the security cameras and everything else, yeah. he was working with like two Nigerian students or something like that. Dude, like one of them was his trainer. Yeah, they were, weren't they extras extra, on the show? What, yeah, one was. An, I think they were both extras. You think worked with them? They, I mean, they weren't necessarily like you know criminal masterminds. So you know, <laughs> when they went to like I don't know Walmart to buy the stuff for mugging, yeah. I just found out he paid them in check, and he paid them in check. Oh my god! Yeah, I just found that out today. <laughs> Can I Venmo you this? <laughs> like he just paid them in a check. I'd have cashed that check first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah no, like, I would have too. It'd be like first, and then first. like like the the beating happened at two a.m. at a subway on like the biggest snowstorm in Chicago, I think, at the time. Like, I mean, it was it was that it was that polar vortex time. Yeah, oh, where like yeah. everyone was yeah. like, "Oh my god, it's dangerous yeah, to go freezing. out," and like that was the night it supposedly happened which yeah. was like he went out for some subway why would you go to subway at 2 a.m on the polar vortex if you're making 125 g's a show have someone bring it to you or like you know like i don't like uber eats i mean i just yeah. i don't yeah, yeah it's weird to me i mean the the, 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 the it's sloppy yeah well yeah but still that is not i mean that's a hole in the story but it could happen. It could happen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he could it's have gone. Just, yeah, but here, but but you know, we know that. It didn't sure, happen. sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was so sloppy. But why? Yeah, I I think the thing I'm just thinking is like you. Is that the real reason? Right. And I mean, I feel like that. I can't believe you on the other thing. I mean, I Are feel you like hiding I, something. I don't. Or? I feel like there's something. I, the story's not over. Yeah, well, I, no, my gut's telling me the story's not done, and I bet you it's not. You know what we're gonna find out? There's a there might be a pattern of this. There's other times when he he uh, deceived people in other ways. Another I mean, big one think? where he's got caught, but um, I don't know. I'm yeah, I don't know. That could be. I feel like it could be something we're not expecting. Is the real story? Is is one like conversation I've had with people? Like my whole conspiracy theory mind. Uh, I mean, is it a mental illness thing? Is it a thing it that could be. an attention he thing? He said he had a drug addiction, and or what, what, or he does drugs. Um, what was he? Yeah, does it say what he does? Or? Now something. His dealer was involved somehow. Now huh. it's coming out. Oh, but, is uh, it? Yeah, um, I think that's what I read. But um, so it, drugs might be involved. I don't know. It might just be that he was really stupid. Like he, he could he be had, really stupid. He had this what a bad decision, and it was a really bad choice. And you know, he before he could think things further, he was like, "Hey guys, come on over to my house so he can dress up like uh, white supremacists and beat me up at two a.m. Yeah. outside of a subway during the which board. they rehearsed. They rehearsed. They rehearsed it. it. They rehearsed it. Well, he's an actor. He's yeah. an actor. Well, right? it was funny. Yeah, because I was in a car. I was. I was <laughs> not an improver. No, because because yeah, I was listening to. He wasn't very good at improv. Well, because they were talking about like framing things. Like it was about how things were framed and like they were talking about this on NPR. Like they were saying about how like all these images of like like it seemed to be just framed really well. And I'm like, he's a fucking theater person and an actor. Of course, if I'm gonna yeah. stage something, I'm gonna make sure they're in the shot right and it just yeah, it's framed <laughs> perfectly, right? Oh, like gosh, so. I'm gonna put on that performance if I'm gonna do it, but. Because it looks good on video, and that's part right? of my real right. <laughs> it's like that's not Jesse, that's Gene Kelly. <laughs> yes, yeah, look would. at the choreography. Turn and spin and block yeah. and punch. <laughs> he has a good turnout. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, go ahead. That, the frustrating thing I think about this is uh, hate crimes happen, and um, and a lot of times they're they're what do you call it? They're ignored or 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 swept under the carpet they're questioned the right they're yeah questioned totally. and 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 especially a person being a person of color that adds another layer um and, and chicago and chicago pd and, that's a different layer because yeah. chicago pd like 
I mean, they're, you know, they have a history of sweeping this kind of crimes, you know, under the rug and ignoring it, you know, and there was a whole like conversation about this. Like, why was it that you have these horrible crimes that are happening in Chicago all the time and they don't get this kind of attention, but then Jesse, because he's rich, right? So he's a famous person. They had 25 detectives working on this case. Wow. And it was just like. Well, here's the other thing. I mean, they had 25 detectives working on it because, I mean, it became, it quickly became it was a hot a, thing. I think a they called national, it. It started a national conversation. People are watching. Um, yeah. Ellen Page talked about it on Letterman. Kamala Harris. Kamala made Harris. Yeah. comments yeah. about this. Yeah. So the, if it was in their best interest to get to yeah. the bottom of it because it, if they didn't. Sure. Um, What's the squeaky wheel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's now even more so, I think. People who uh, have hate crimes committed against them, they're going to be questioned. They're going to be questioned, and that scares me, and that's not fair. You know, there's an article that came out in the Rolling Stone today or yesterday where it just said, yes, Jesse's situation is a hoax. It wasn't a Rolling Stone. However, the hate crimes have been on a rise in the last two years. So, like, let's not forget that because there's this idea of like lumping all the community together, right? So, every racist comment is going to be considered a hoax, which is not cool yeah, and the case other thing case. that's frustrating to me is um when it's uh queer people or people yeah just like us right questioning because i saw a horrible comment it was a friend of mine posted in, uh, on it and and quote unquote it was like um um oh i hate when fags make up these these things and it was a gay person who posted that right and i said Ugh. Right. This is not what you, this, that's not the reaction. You're a drama queen. You're yeah, being yeah, a bitchy yeah, queen yeah. about it. Relax. Like, yeah. no. Like, mm-hmm. no. That's just one isolated incident with one person in one really stupid situation. And let's just remember that. But I, this is going to be a battle. Yeah. It's and remember, be a battle. you're making those comments because things are great for you right now. Right. And a lot has happened to people to make your life great for you to make that that crazy comment. Right. Yeah. Remember that. Cause it wasn't so great. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always frustrating. Damn. That that's drives always, me nuts. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah, and yeah, it's a problem. I think I, at least here locally, I can, I can say, um, that it's a problem where we're very divided here in the LGBTQ community and, uh, mm-hmm. um, things like this just divide us more. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Frustrating. Well, I don't know. I don't know. He's just, he just, he just really, that's why I want to know the full story. And I want to know, like, I mean, it's, it's just aggravated because everything is so difficult right now and everything is so, um, racially divided and racially complex and racially fucking heated. And for this to come out, like, just, it's just like when you see that fucking tweet from, from, from 45 about this and you're just like this is just giving it fuel like what the fuck yeah i mean he definitely yeah i feel like a dick right because i'm over here like getting on my soapbox getting you know like getting upset about this and getting like you know feeling you know having a lot of feelings about it and now i'm like shit (laughs) shit well that happened to a lot of people though Uh, oh i know it's that one person you guys mentioned her what was her name uh the lady um starts with the k kamala kamala harris yeah yeah, I think it was her, right? Yeah, presidential they candidate. Nominee. They, they asked her, what, well, they asked nominee. her, um, I think it was her. I think yeah. it was her. Um, or I think it was her. Yeah, and they asked her, and she just, she was like, stopped, and she was stuttering, and she's like, uh, she didn't know how to answer. She didn't know how to answer. She didn't know how to answer. She's like, ah, you know, with that, I just don't know the information, and it's, yeah. 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 And it's rough. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, I mean, you look at uh, when you look at cases like this when uh, when it's not a true crime uh, where it is some sort of like fabrication. I mean, it calls into question a lot of things. But we just, yeah, how old is the Me Too movement? We believe the women. We stand with the women. And then when something like this comes along, it erodes the confidence we have in those movements. Mm -hmm. So it's not just minorities. It's not just, you know, LGBT communities. It's anyone who comes from a mitigated community, um, and stands to, stands to lose, uh, or stands to have more doubters presented to them. Um, which sucks because it's just another, uh, consequence of speaking up. And, you know, we, we, we've been in this wave, uh, of, you know, uh, of social awareness, of, um, of, uh, validating awareness, uh, that we want to support individuals who are the victims of crimes. So when you have someone who fabricates the situation, you know, it just, uh, it, it sets, it's two steps forward, five steps back. And I just don't get it because he's an activist as well. Cause like I remember reading stuff about his work on Empire because, you know, being, an out gay black man i think one of the i I mean honestly i don't follow the show anymore i only watched it initially but i know that i think one of the first lovers his character had it was supposed to be written as a it was a white guy and he said no he's like this is important that it it needs to be another black man Mm -hmm. to be able to see that this kind of relationship can happen so he was very he pushed the way the writers would represent queerness and, and poc queerness in that show but I don't know. It's just weird. That that doesn't sound like the person who's who's doing the hoax. So, and that's why I'm like, the story's not done. What's what, what's going on? You can't hear me rubbing my two fingers together. My, well, sure, <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, sure, but, but sure. you know, I also he's also, um, yeah, he's an activist. And, uh, just, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm lost. He <laughs> does all these things, but people have have their price or have their. Well, they have their flaws. I mean, no one's perfect. Of and, course not. And um, he's a high profile person that we are watching all the time, so it gets amped up. But I feel like, um, and I'm not defending him at all, but this happens, this, it's just, this happens to regular people all the time. You see politicians go through it. They're trying to work in the best interest of people. And then we find out they're that demon themselves. Right. They, had, uh, they did blackface back in medical school. And yeah. Earbuds. Yeah. So, uh, I mean. Right. No, I mean, you're I mean, right. It's his, it's his celebrity. Whatever, side. whatever, whatever. If this is a publicity thing, it's working because Wikukui is doing an episode on Justin They're doing Smollett an episode and we Justin, don't just do anything. And we, but, and we didn't know who, like, we were not <laughs> following this this guy. Like, and now we're, yeah, we you know, to talk about it. Yeah, but I mean, there used to be that quote, um, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I think sure. social awareness has established that uh, there is a such there thing. There is such a thing, absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Roseanne. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the top def- three politicians in West Virginia, I think it is. Yeah, yeah they yeah. They were all in blackface. <laughs> they were all like oh, raping somebody. Well, that's like, a sad thing. I was just, do you guys watch One Day at a Time on Netflix? No. Oh, the new one. No. Yes. Watch that's it. Watch it. Yeah. Anyways, but no, but there's this really like, you talk about like, um, you were just mentioning, Carlos, about this, you know, this idea that we're all visible now. And it's like this, you know, it, uh, it just made me think of this moment in the show. Uh, you know, the, there's a story where like the grandmother is buying some shoes for her for her grandson, and and she's trying to get it. She's trying to buy. They're in a shoe store, a crowded shoe store. They're like selling Yeezys or something, and it's a crowded store. And this guy buys the last pairs, and she ends Rita Moreno. And she's going on this tangent about like you know the sob story of here's money and my grandson, and you know this <laughs> whole like immigrant sob story that's really funny. But everyone stops in the store and they're listening to this, and the guy's a real jerk. He ends up telling her like. 
you know, fuck off, basically. He doesn't say that, but he's just like, yeah, whatever, you're lost. And everyone just stops and they're like, not cool, don't be that guy. And everyone has their phones out. And I was just like, this is our culture now. Like, this is that call out culture now when shit happens. Like, boom, it's like, you're, we're going to throw this on social media and really like put you, you know, to really like, I don't know. I don't know where, why, why I went this route, but no, because it demonstrates people that want to have a social conscience, that right? Want to take social responsibility. So those communities that enjoyed, um, you know, uh, being able to get away with whatever, not anymore. Exactly. Not so more. But it's proven to be sort of a double-edged sword. Yeah. That we, yeah. Because we want to be socially responsible. We want to, but when someone comes and exploits those feelings, yeah. Uh, number one, it makes us look like idiots. Number two, it damages our cause. Number yeah. three, it gives fuel to. Anyone who thinks that, oh, those women are just whining or those black guys, they're, they always complain about something. That's right. that we're, that's, right. and, no, you're right. and that's yeah. the mentality we have to fight. And sadly, and I put this on your Facebook post, uh, sadly, some people like that are in positions of power. Oh my God. And when you realize that, you know, there are people who make, uh, national decisions who are not willing initially to believe a situation like this, this just gives them a reason to, this just validates their mindset that, Maybe hate crimes aren't real. That racism doesn't exist well, anymore. Well, this so. you know, this is the base that's you know, the Holocaust never existed, right? Yeah, it's that yeah. base, right? Yeah. I mean, some of them are like that, but some of them are just like you know, oh, you're just blowing things out of proportion. Yeah, it wasn't well, that bad. Racism hasn't well, been around yeah, that you long. You know what happened? Yeah. They're also seeing because I see it also too. Yeah, it is call out culture, and and we're bringing, um, we're bringing attention to things, but we also are also in a. a a society where we want to be the first. So right away, we're going to point something out, whether we have the information about it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're right. A lot of times it makes us look like fools. And, and we, those people in power are just like, whatever. Yeah. 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 And I think a really good example of what you're talking about is we want to be the first ones to sort of talk about it. Or we want, we want, we to, want to be the first one to call it out. We want to be on the side of justice. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons people were complaining that people were not immediately willing to believe Jesse. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like, we need to believe him. We need to believe we need, mm-hmm. we need to take this seriously. And I, I was one of those people who was like, yes, we, I do sympathize. Yes, we do want to take this seriously, but we do need to get more details because what happened like a week before this, it was, uh, remember like the, we all saw that story about those, uh, those Catholic school kids with yeah. the MAGA hats who were getting up in the face of the, of the Native American elders. Yeah. We saw one image yep. and we had we already knew the story yep. and then it took like further details to come out like it wasn't that simple that you know there were um i guess black muslim antagonizers black israelites uh, i think yeah but the situation wasn't so black and white there and, was an antagonizer yes there was another element that we didn't know was a part yeah, of yeah uh, but essentially i mean uh, uh, we it turned out it was a lot more complicated than we initially thought. But you look at one picture of that smug kid wearing that hat in front of a Native American elder and you 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 yeah. know what happened and it turns out we don't. And um you know, if there's anything I still don't know how exactly. Yeah, and you know, and, with, <laughs> the, know. and the and yeah. the problem is I think is we run with our own groups. So yeah. we're only we're gonna see it from one side. We're one hundred percent, and it always happens. We think mm. we're right. Yeah, we think we're right. Oh yeah. no, it's that horrible president. Da, da, yeah. Da, da, yeah. Um but on the other side, people are thinking a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. Kudos to those kids and, and so on. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's not that, I mean, for me personally, it's not that like if, if it is a hate crime, okay, it's a hate crime. Let's confirm what it is. Mm-hmm. And then once we know what it is, if it is a hate crime, then like go ahead and send the machine down on them. You know, like may the wrath of God visit upon their shoulders, you know, go ahead, but let's get confirmation first and, you know, 
make do and give people due process as guaranteed by the constitution uh give people due process and then make that determination and, and once we establish it once we know what we're aiming for shoot the hell out of it yeah you know that happened to me one time not me personally where it was a hate crime but i had a friend that uh that we were at a bar and he had too much to drink and we left him in in the car <laughs> great friends right we left him in the car because uh, we're gonna go party and uh um we went inside and when we came back out, he was laying outside of the car, full of blood, beat up in the whole mess, and we were screaming hate crime, and they called the police. That wasn't the situation. Uh, it ended up being he started the fight, and uh, <laughs> and those people just retaliated and left him there. So, huh. it looked like a hate crime. Right. We were at a gay bar, but uh, the police investigated and said, mm, that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't too long ago either. Yeah, that sucks because you want to wield that sort of righteousness. Yeah, we're like, oh, uh, I can't believe it. Yeah. I'm a gay man. So then, in your in your dialogue, do you doubt victim? Then, right? It's, See, that's yeah, yeah it's I mean, rough, and I never want to do that. I never wanted. Yeah. I never would do that. You never. I mean, you can you can be sympathetic to the situation, and I mean, like, you, it's not so much that you doubt the victim; it's this that you need to get confirmation. So maybe that's just another way of saying it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't have the answer. No, I don't either. It's a complex thing because I don't, we're treading really, really I really like to know what the the backstory is. Another example is, um, um, and this is not hate crime or anything, but it's just the way, um, I guess we perceive people or, um, it, you, like you, you're on the trans or you're on the train and someone homeless comes in. And, uh, and they don't smell very good. They're acting weird. You know, they're on something. A lot's going on. And automatically you like put up your guard and people are saying stuff like, Oh, that crackhead and whatever. And I believe me, those things, I'm saying those things in my head, but then I have to back up and say, I'm turning into a person I don't want to be because right. I don't know the backstory of this person. I don't know. They could have grown up in the same household as I did, but something happened. And I don't know what that is. something is. And it could happen to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm automatically making that judgment and, and, and making them the bad guy. And I, I feel like uh, uh, we do that a lot. We do that a lot. I don't know. I think I'm never going to stop doubting. Like, I'm always going to go. I'm always going to do that. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to always go and just be like, if someone says they're victimized, they're victimized until proven otherwise, I feel. I don't know. I just can't sit there because then I live in this world of like doubt and like, no, I can't. And like, I'm not going to let Jesse's situation like throw me off and make me like, well, I got to like yeah, really weigh it out. It's like, no, if someone comes up to me and says I was raped, that first person was raped. Like, yeah. You know, I and until we can, until you. we can, you know, move forward. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because I'm, you what? because I feel like you think, I feel like the way I am, I feel like you're the same way. If someone tells me something, I believe I yeah. I believe they're being honest with me. Yeah. Until proven otherwise. Yeah. But uh right at this moment, and if you say you're hurt, you're hurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then we deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh yeah. I would rather deal with someone who says they're hurt and they might be at that moment and deal with the situation where we're at right now. Yeah. Um Because it says something about you as your reaction as the individual, yeah. I guess. Like I guess Yeah. If I'm going to be made to feel a fool and it's like, fuck, fine, whatever, you know, or not, not even made to feel a fool, but it's like, yeah, if I'm, if I'm duped like this situation with Jesse, then yeah, you know, fine. I can sit there and get upset about it, whatever. But at least I know that when someone said I was attacked or I was victimized, I'm going to fucking, you know, that's, I'm going to react the way I would react. Like, 
how do you need help? What do you need? You know, your heart's in the right place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so. feel the same way. When you know, it really bothers me when people say, um, like, you give money to someone on the street. They're like, oh, they're just gonna go buy drugs. I don't know that. You don't know that. I yeah. don't know that one hundred percent. It might happen. It does happen. I don't know. I don't even want to think about that. And if that's what they're gonna do, that's what. That's their choice. Then don't give them money. But me, yeah, either don't give them money then or don't I, give them or, money, or, or but I, I'm going to continue. Or I know, you know what? Here, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. With I'm going to have faith that you're going to do something good with yeah. that. And if not, like, that's on fucking you. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no judgment there. Just don't give them the money, and I don't want to hear your griping. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that. Maybe you get it right. Maybe you get it wrong. But you mm-hmm. gave someone the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and you put you 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 had good faith when you did it yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i mean but i mean i always think i mean i used to work at a food bank and the thing i would always think is uh i come from a very privileged home where my parents provided everything for me and i there was i worried about nothing until this day they're still they're still taking care of me and uh and some people aren't so lucky yeah. and some people go through bad times and uh why wouldn't i help yeah 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 Makes no sense. And even the same here. Someone's victimized. Oh, I haven't been. And he, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I would want someone to help me. Yeah. yeah. And I, you're right. I'm not going to let this stop me from that. This is just an isolated incident. And, and we're hearing a lot about it. And we, I feel like we should hear a lot about it. Um, uh, because it's a person with some celebrity with a celebrity status and and uh, a lot of money is behind this. That's the thing that bothers me. There's a lot of resources that are. Has anyone spoke out from Empire? Uh, I I I don't think anyone. Is he still employed? That's what I want to know. I'm sure he I don't is know. not in the season. Oh yeah, they, they're taking him out the rest of the season. So there's two more episodes in the season. He's been pulled out. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening after that though. I wonder if he, they. Every, bought out his contract or whatever. Everyone right now, I think, is doing damage control. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, and that's the other thing. I mean, it's easy for us to say, like you know, we 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 our heart is going to stay in the same place. We're still going to feel sympathy for the individual. We're still going to help out. Uh, like more public figures are having to like backpedal hard, yeah, because they have uh, they, well, they have different challengers. Mm-hmm. You know, the it's uh, when you we can be played the fool because it happens behind closed doors. No one else is going to know, but very public figures uh, like, you know, presidential candidates are having to backpedal because it's like, Oh, well, if you can get fooled about this, you know, how are you going to keep from getting fooled by Russia? So like people are taking that perspective as yeah. well. And so uh, like a lot of folks are um, sort of just kind of keeping quiet. Oh, like um, for example, and this is not the same situation, but uh, when a black cop killed an Australian woman, um, both, Black Lives Matter and uh, the Fraternal Order of Police, quiet as mice. Hmm. I mean, it was one of those situations where, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's police violence, but it's not against our community. And like, oh, this is clearly a situation in which an officer killed like a white woman. And, you know, how in their mind, how are you going to excuse that? Yeah. So it's rough. It's it's damage control. So that's what a lot of folks are doing right now. Sadly, Hmm. they have to apologize for being sympathetic to someone. Boy. I just hope there's, I know he's the bad guy right now, but I hope there isn't a, a situation yeah, with mental illness or drug addiction or, you and hope, if there you, is, you say you hope or you hope, hope there's not. not yeah. Okay. I mean, it'd be a really great excuse. It would be an excuse, but it's also a horrible thing to live through yeah. and be a part of. Um, I feel like I would be more comfortable with him just being an asshole. And this is, uh, this is what he did for some money, but, 
to know that he had some type of problem like that, like mental illness or or battling drug addiction. Well, that's rough, and it makes that those types of things make you do crazy things and turn you into a person that you're not. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about it like because I was like, you know, talking about the mental illness thing. My mom's like, I really hope they put him on suicide watch or something. Well, yeah, because like, I mean, that's the whole thing. I've that's the thing I about... saw him crying in a picture. I didn't see the video, but in a picture where he was. Sad, very sad yeah. and i felt bad i was like oh no uh that might have been the interview and that was the interview that like f- not fooled us because i was already like believing him but it convinced my mom because my mom had my mom's like something doesn't feel right about this i'm like don't you question this was kind of my <laughs> thing know what I'm and, talking about. and then she saw this interview and she's like oh my god yeah i'm totally okay and he was crying and he was uh, really emotional about it she's like see i just had to hear it from him and now i Ooh, yes. he's an actor and then she texts text me she's like did you hear the update i'm like <laughs> Yes, shit. I was kind of with your mom at first. I was. She's like, like something feels weird. Something. Felt she weird goes. About she it. goes. You know. She goes. I saw the pictures of when they showed him in the hospital. She's like, and for what he said, like them throwing a rope around him and beating him up and pouring the bleach. She's like, he didn't look very beat up in the picture. She's like, he had like a little scratch under his eye and that was it. What if like, he showed up to the hospital with like stage makeup? Oh my god! <laughs> with contour? Oh my god! <laughs> They're cleaning his wounds. Like, Let me just take care of this, wiping it off. There is this, I, there's something like the stitch mark. But there's something super funny about using like stage makeup to commit a crime. I used to work at a Easley's Fun Shop. Uh-huh. Way back in the day, yeah. When I was like I was like a freshman in college, I worked the makeup counter for Halloween. And there's a there I don't know if it's still if it was still there before they closed, but they had a picture where the the customers couldn't see, just the people who were working register could see. Um it was a picture a surveillance cam a, a surveillance photo of a criminal who apparently had, I don't know if they robbed a bank or they robbed something and there was like surveillance cameras and they had used products from Easley's, <laughs> uh, like a fake nose and makeup to like change their appearance. Yes. I was like, that is amazing. That is, am- that is amazing. That is very funny. Were you, you with the glasses with the fake nose and the mustache? It was like Robin. Yeah, Robin. Freeze. Alyssa Edwards held up a chase bank today. Freeze. A bumblebee. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> you know, I always want, like, I always wanted to be a spy. I know this is weird, but I just, <laughs> I, I just thought of Easy SpongeBob, and when I think of those costumes, I think of like someone sitting on a bench and they open up a newspaper and there's holes cut out and they're watching. <laughs> I know different topics. So, <laughs> so what do we walk away with this? Yeah, you know what? I a question I had is uh, none of us are parents here. Carlos, do you know if you're a parent you're or a parent. not? Not as far as I know. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but none of us are parents here, right? No. Um, nope. What are the things that you tell your kids about this situation? <sighs> That's a good question. Because they're going to ask questions. And, you know, I think it's really important. Or I think I, I again, I'm not a parent. But I, um, at least I like to see when parents are... Um, they deal with a situation where they're not blaming anyone. They're kind of, uh, yeah. this is the situation and this is what we learn about it. And this is how you continue to be a yeah. good person. Um, yeah. what would you tell your kids or what do you tell your students here for your teacher? And they're asking you, I mean, I think I would really, from, from my students or my kids, I would really point out that this is an isolated incident. Mm-hmm. That if anyone ever comes to you and says that they need help, that they've been hurt or they're, you know, going through something that you believe them. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you help them. Yeah. And then, 
if if it turns out to be false, just know that it wasn't your fault. You your heart was in the right place to try to help them. Yeah. I think, you know, I think don't lump everyone up into one circumstance. Right. This is isolated. And there's I mean, I guess there's a teaching like you're saying there is a teaching moment here. I guess like it's you can it's the cry wolf story again. Right. It's important not to tell these stories because you're hurting a lot of people when you do. Yeah. yeah. Because then when someone really does need help, yeah, they're not going to they're not going to listen. Yeah. And it may not be you, maybe someone else, right? Another, you know, queer kid of color is going to be questioned and ignored yeah. and is going to get his or her. And there's already another, there. there's challenges already for us. There's already resources that aren't available. There's already opportunities taken away or we're already, you know, ignored and our youth are already going through crap in hell in school. And to just add another layer of making it that much more difficult, it's just not cool. I think that was our our sana sana <laughs> moment. It? It? We didn't announce it. <laughs> That's our advice. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> I felt like Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> Collar in number one. Collar. Oh, he hung up. <laughs> so, Ernie, if um, if anyone wants to uh, catch up with what you're doing, uh, where can they where can they uh, find you? They can find me on ErnieOrtiz.com. All my links are there. <laughs> <laughs> I just updated the website because it was so outdated. But uh, uh, yeah, ErnieOrtiz.com, my calendar, social media, everything's on there. Cool. If you want to find you, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Ricky Ariza or Instagram at Ariza602. You can also find Uikukui Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, and com. If you go on there, all the social media is on there as well. Boom. Boom. What about you, Carlos? Where can folks find you if they want to? If they want to check up, uh, if they uh, go into a dark bathroom and look in the mirror and say my name five times, I will appear. Perfect. Oh God, that's awesome! Woo, <laughs> that's great. So remember, <laughs> <laughs> if you hear the door creak, if oh, you were so smooth, it was so smooth. Edit that out, producer. Edit that out, <laughs> everyone. If you see the, the lights flicker. flicker. Okay, 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 okay. Back up. Um, take, take two. Okay. Action. So remember. If oh, you... Wait, that was wrong. <laughs> it's not so. Cut. Back to one. Back to one. Take three. And remember. If you hear the door creak. If you see the lights flicker. If it feels like something's there. It's not your imagination. Run, perras. It's the cuckoo. I'll get it one day. Okay. <laughs>